negative things come into our life all the time. I don't believe that one person or any person really is positive all the time, but you can have a positive mindset to different things. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Today, we're thinking about what we're thinking about. Mark Twain famously said, I've lived through some terrible things in my life, some of which actually happened. And children's writer Christopher Paolini said this, The monsters of the mind are far worse than those that actually exist. Fear, doubt and hate have hamstrung more people than beasts ever have. Our thoughts have great power. Science shows us this. And the Bible has been telling us it for centuries. Here's St. Paul. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. What we think about matters. Our guest today, dancer and speaker, Kenneth Allen Thomas, has seen this in his personal life. Through first-hand experience, he's seen that when you change your mindset, and that when you change the accepted narrative, you can change your life, even if it's in a hospital bed, even if it's your son, even if there's nothing else you can control. Kenneth encourages us to realize there is one thing we can control, our response to a situation. We can reach out to God and we can ask him for his strength to respond differently. It reminds me of Viktor Frankl, who survived Auschwitz and who wrote in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. The Nazis could take everything from Frankel, but they could not take away from him this one thing, his power to choose his response. Kenneth helps us examine our response to situations. He gives us ideas on how to cultivate a positive mindset, and he shares the importance of living in the present. This is such a timely message. I know it is for me, and I'm sure it will be for you, where we're all being assailed every day by fear. Fear seems to be under everything. This message is practical, powerful, empowering, and I know you'll be as encouraged as I was. And just one more quick note before we hear from Kenneth. This from Smith Wigglesworth, and obviously I love his name, how can you not? Smith Wigglesworth said this, God wants to purify our minds until we can bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, and endure all things. We do not do this work alone. God himself will help us. So without further ado, please welcome my wise friend and now yours, Kenneth Allen Thomas. 
Romans 12 and 2 says, do not be conformed to the ways of the world, but, you know, be renewed by the renewing of your mind. Now, oftentimes say when we change the mind, we change the game. And what does that mean? Not when you change the mind or when you change the game, but you know, really we, we as in you and God, you and God together means there's a collective here. So when we change the mind and you allow him to come in, you can change the game. And for my son, Christian, when battling leukemia, doctors told us that he was going to be battling leukemia for over 300 days. But we changed that mindset. We said, listen, we're going to uplift this place. We're going to set that atmosphere. We're going to change the narrative here, you know, because most people, when you hear cancer, you think death. When you hear cancer, you think depression. When you hear cancer, you think all these negative things. And my only mission and call from God was to make sure that there was no negativity inside the room. We was dancing with him every single day. So we changed that mindset in there and we didn't defeat cancer in 300 days. We defeated it in half the time projected in 149 days. And now my son is cancer free. Wherever you go, whatever store you walk into today, tomorrow, you know, next week, there's an atmosphere that's already set. So if you're going into the supermarket, there's a certain type of uh, music that's going to be played. More than likely, it's going to be something uplifting, something happy, something poppy. You're never going to hear, you know, heavy metal in a supermarket. That's just not going to happen. Why? Because they don't want to anger the customer. You know, they don't want that type of music to play into where the customer feels rushed, the customer feels angry, the customer feels jittery or anything like that. Why? Because they want to make sure that you get everything that you need so that they can go ahead and make the most sales possible from that one customer. They want you to buy as many items as possible. So they're going to make the environment comfortable. So the question becomes, are you making your environment comfortable in your life? Are you making the environment comfortable inside your home, inside your workplace? What are some of the things that you can do? How are you setting your atmosphere up? What type of music are you playing? I believe it was uh, Michael Pitts who said, lyrics affect the mind, rhythm affects the will, and the melody affects the emotions. So he's basically saying, show me what a person is listening to and I'll show you their lifestyle. So your atmosphere is truly, truly important. And that's something that you know we aim to do when our son was fighting leukemia. We set the atmosphere inside the hospital room. Negative things come into our life all the time. I don't believe that one person or any person really is positive all the time, but you can have a positive mindset it's two different things. We replace it with what are the positive tangibles that you actually have inside you. I, I'll give you an example. With some of my clients, I teach them this concept of the pillars of strength. And it comes from Samson, actually, the story of Samson. The Philistines were attacking him. He was about to die, and he was in the middle of these two pillars, pretty much at the at the breaking point um, of, you know, his life. And he reaches out to God again to ask for his strength in order to defeat the Philistines that are mocking him, clowning him, and all these different things. And with those pillars, I want people to imagine outside of the pillars are all the negative things. So that, that could be depression, that could be stress, that could be anxiety, it could be financial hardship, it could be all these different types of things that are trying to, you know, plague your life. But remember, they're on the outside of the pillars. You're on the inside. Now you have to understand what do you have on the inside? Well, on the inside, you know, do you have your faith? Right? Do you have you know, a, a positive mindset in, in, in front of you? Are you optimistic about things that God can go ahead and, and change things at, at the blink of an eye if it's according to his will, of course? You know? Do you believe that much? And are you, are you willing to, to fight and ask for his strength at the end of the day? We know that Samson, when he had got the call from God, he ended up pushing out those two pillars and killing a, a thousand Philistines just in one day. 
the Jesus Storybook Bible, God makes a way Moses and the Red Sea from Exodus 14, 15. God's people were safe. They danced and laughed. When there had been no way out, God had made a way. Many years later, once again, God was going to make a way where there was no way. From the beginning, God's children had been running from him in hiding. God knew his children could never be happy without him, but they couldn't get back to him by themselves. They were lost. They didn't know the way back, but God knew the way. And one day we would show them. We have to understand that, you know, living in the present moment is very, very important and, and it's very, very good to plan. But we also need to make sure that we're living for today as well, too. And it's like I always say, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow will worry about itself and today is all you have. And if today is all you have, we have to understand on how to impact today the best way that we know how. And as you walk through life, make sure that you have, you know, whatever it is that you're going for, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, have faith from a distance. And having that faith from a distance, sometimes you have to see it, you know, far beyond what is actually physically in front of you. Just know that, it, that it's already there. But if you continue to move and impact today to the fullest and live today to the fullest, you ultimately get to your destination one way or the other. But you got to stay committed because effort sometimes is just not enough. Right. So effort plus commitment will equal success. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at SallyLloyd-Jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.